There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 9 of season 1 of Ghost Wars. Okay, so talking about all the craziness. And we got a little bit more crazy. And we have a sci-fi alum show up. Yes, we did. So before we jump into all of that, why don't we talk about the ratings news? All right. Episode 9 brought in a 0.09 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.388 million viewers, making it the 126th cable show of the day, which was a big improvement over last week when we were about to drop out of the top 150. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. it bumped up too this week. So keep well, it up. Good. Keep it up. So, I mean, obviously we have everybody who we you know absolutely love in here. Yes. Episode 9, Post-Apocalypse Now. An arrival from Lambda headquarters gives the town hope for the first time in weeks. Company distributes supplies, promising to get everyone off the island in due course. While the eccentric young CEO, Daphne Vilkender, takes great interest in Roman, Landa suspects she has an unsavory designs for the townspeople's future. Hmm. I wonder what gave that away. Yeah. <laughs> And we okay. open up with this. I have to ask about this opening. So yeah. go ahead. Because I'm like, did I miss an episode? Yeah. Well, so go ahead. this had to be left what was what actually remained of the town after the night the lights went out in Georgia. Because <laughs> it is carnage everywhere. Right. And we see like a car wreck and like, bodies falling out of the cars. And But what I don't understand is you see a little boy riding his bike through town. Right. And he has like all this gear like on his bike, so it's causing sparks, so basically causing electricity to keep the ghosts away, away from, from him. him. Right. So who the hell made all that for that little kid? Well, apparently his mother before she got killed that night. So she just happened to know, okay, we need to get all this just in case, and, and then so he can ride around the town, <laughs> and he's totally cool. Well, I don't think she expected him to ride around the town. He'd probably ride around the driveway of the home they were living in yeah but it gets weirder because you see all this and then sophia's like what happened where's your mom he's all innocent he's like she's dead she died when the power went out and so she like flings open her arm she's like come here you must be starving i have food for you and i'm like hmm yeah no i'm looking at her side eye and the kid's like all right yeah food jumps out and runs up to hug her and then all of a sudden he like goes like grayish black because her eyes go black and it's like he, she sucked all the life out of him. Right. She did. I think so. And then looks up and sees a helicopter. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. When is, when is this time frame? <laughs> That's what I didn't understand. 
it felt like it was way ahead of where we were after last episode. Right. It it did. By seeing the carnage and all that, it, it made it seem that way. But that's just because we really didn't see it in the last episode. Like outside of the church? That right. Was all we-, we saw the four people that got killed at the church, but we didn't see anything of the city, of the okay. town. So Yeah, apparently a lot of people figured this is it. Yeah. We probably lost at least half the population in one night. That's scary. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the bar, shall we? Because I think I need a drink. Yeah. I think Carlo and Paulo need counseling because they were going at it quite a bit. He wants her to go to Lambda and she wants to stay at the bar. And he finally (laughs) just says, fine, I'm going. And plus he's like, there was a helicopter. She's like, you don't even know if that's real. Right. Because you don't. Right. But up to this point, there hasn't been like a mass hallucination. Right. Everybody's seeing and hearing the same thing. Right. Right. And it's surprising that the helicopter got to land at all because we saw what happened to Billy in his boat. Well, Billy couldn't leave, but they let him come in. Right. Yeah, it's true. Although there was warning signs to not come with those whales. Yeah. But he kept going. That's on him. Yeah. So, of course, Paulo happens to run into Sophia, who asks him to look at her generator, and he agrees, and he's never seen again. You know what? Sophia's getting on my nerves already. Yeah. You you are creepy. You just killed a kid, and now you're going to take another person. I'm not cool with you. No, not at all. And hey, why don't we find out what Billy's seen when he was dead? Right. Because obviously he's just going to spill all that information. Well, it is his girlfriend, so yeah. Yeah, He's not exactly an open book, though. No, he's not. (laughs) Yeah, it does take some uh, cattle prodding uh, to get information out of him, but he does finally tell her about the accelerator and the blue glow, finally. But that's not until he actually sees it. Right. Yeah, he didn't know what it was until he actually saw the accelerator and goes, oh, wait a minute. And Landis goes, what you talking about, Willis? What you know? Oh, that thing glowed. I saw it. Yeah, and then she gets a a little message over the radio. Hey, you need to check out camera 23. Hey, wait, there's a camera. Off they go running. Let's go find out what's happening. Because she's like, that's one of ours. Right. How do you know immediately? She must have saw the logo on the helicopter. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Right. Well, that makes more sense. Duh. (laughs) Ah, since my brain's not working, why don't you take us over to the church? All right. Roman is wandering around the church when Dan discovers him. You go, hmm, what's going on here? So Roman tells Dan he's trying to figure out why the ghosts are so interested in the church. Yeah, and kind of looking down down the stairs to the basement area. Right. So I wonder if he, like, kind of feels something or hears something. I think he kind of felt. There was something down there, and mm-hmm. of course, Dan basically comes up with the, oh, it's because people find hope. What? No, they don't. That wouldn't we don't attract you anyway. ghosts. We can't believe you. No, and Roman tells him as much. Says, I'm looking for something more concrete. Do you happen to know of anything? And of course, Dan says, no, I don't. Right. I love it. Why should I believe you? Yeah. But then, helicopter interrupts it. And they both kind of look up and look at each other. It's like, did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Okay, 
we should go check that out. But then Dan stops and looks longingly down at the the steps, like, oh, right. I should go down and touch the weird thing. <laughs> Creeper. Yeah. Back at the helicopter. Yeah, the helicopter uh, isn't bringing good tidings. It's carrying a whole team of Lambda top brass, including Dr. Clark, played by the one and only Ryan Robbins. So glad to finally get to see him on the show. Yes, he's been in so many sci-fi shows. I love him. Yes. And, of course, Dr. Barker's boss, who says that their island literally disappeared. Yeah. And not too surprised when Billy happens to mention that there's ghosts. And I love it. Then he tries to keep his cool. He's like, you know what? Had you said there was dinosaurs, I wouldn't have, like, freaked out. Yeah, it wouldn't have bothered me. Right. Ryan, come on. (laughs) But they, of course, don't come in peace. They have guns out right away, and yes, they have them on pointed at Billy and Landis. It's like, and they know, seem to know everything already about the town, right? Like, how the hell do they know Billy's the sheriff? Yeah, exactly. Didn't when, that just happen? Yeah, when it just the the island disappeared, and somehow they were able to get intel that Billy's now the new sheriff, huh? Yeah, that's that was the head scratcher for me. Yeah. They got somebody on the inside that we don't know about yet. I'm not going to be happy. Every time this happens, it makes me mad. But Landis goes off with her boss, and Billy's left with one guard and the helicopter. Right, while the rest of them head to the pub. Yeah. Is this going to turn out well? Not for the guard. No. Because he kind of gets shitty. You know, Billy's like leaning against, like sitting down, leaning against the helicopter, like going to take a nap. Kicks him. He's like, get up. Hey. You're the one who's got me captured here. Screw you. I'm not getting up. That would be my attitude, and I'd get shot. I know right. I would. <laughs> but he's like, fine, whatever. Headbutts the guy, takes the gun, and then it's like, oh, oh, sorry, sunshine. Let's go see the ghost that you aren't worried about. Right. And now he's a human shield. And you know how to get away from that, right, Steve? Just go dead weight. That's right. That would be me. Be like, yeah, okay, you want me as a shield? You gotta carry me. Good luck. You're gonna have to drag me the whole way, because I ain't moving. I would turn into one of those little kids at the grocery store. (laughs) You just, like, you know, child puddle, basically, like, laying there. Like, good luck. Can't pick them up, it's like a wet noodle. And you can't drag them, because then everybody looks at you funny. Right, so the Landa team arrives (laughs) at the bar and walks in with guns drawn. And again... Yeah, people will take to you real kindly. Yeah. Although it was kind of funny with our deputy, though, because he's like, hold on, kind of like has a taser near them. Oh, they're real. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone just kind of like, uh, really? Well, I gotta make sure it's not a hallucination. That's (laughs) true. But that was just kind of funny because they're all like, is this dude for real? (laughs) Yeah. Val looks at him like, are you serious? (sighs) Oh. So Billy brings in his hostage, and of course the standoff ensues. Billy threatens. I'd <laughs> say until everything gets really weird, because yeah, I'd say Billy threatens to give him an extra butthole. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And suddenly Roman is the one who is intervening unintentionally, though. Right. He knew that this lady that was next to him was not a citizen. And had to be somebody important. Yeah, not just a scientist. Right. Because he's of like, course. you're talking to the wrong person. Yeah. And just looks over at Daphne Holt, who's like, hmm, busted. 
steps forward, and she's the CEO of Lambda, and I'm going to solve your ghost problem. I doubt it. Yeah. I Especially don't think when so. we get yeah the Burgering. next bit of information. Yeah. Which, of course, the town folks don't know, but she decides to share with Landis how we need to start this accelerator back up. What? Yeah. Especially when Landis tells her that this the accelerator caused the earthquake and probably caused the problem that we're having. She seemed totally cool with it. It's like, okay. Yeah. What in the hell is wrong with you, woman? <laughs> exactly. But, you know what? Landis is just pissed enough. She's going to show Barker exactly what he doesn't want to see. Okay, you, you want me to put this together, and you want to see what the ghosts do. All right. Manages to kind of lock him into, like, a walkway. Right. Ooh, he didn't do well. No. He didn't die, thankfully, but that would have been depressing. Like, he comes on, and, like, two minutes later, yeah, he's, he's dying. Dead. Yeah, that would have not, no. <laughs> yeah, that would have been depressing. Thankfully, that's not what happens, but he didn't like the whole ghost thing. No. And uh, still, they have to push on. And even Barker kind of, like, his attitude changed. Maybe they need to, like, put everybody in that area so they can see their ghost and figure out what happened. Right. Man. Because even when they're like, it's dangerous to restart this, you don't understand. It's like, mm, no, keep going. Right. Oh, I got so mad. Sorry. Yeah. And, and Clark even goes to his boss and says, you didn't tell me about this. I want out of here now. Right. And she's like, uh, you didn't need to know. Right. Wow. Yeah. Because I just seen some shit. Yeah. And I didn't need to know this. And I love it because he's like, I have a family. Yeah, good luck, pal. You're probably not leaving. Yeah. Nobody's getting off this island anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So we cut back to Sophia as Father Dan is on the hunt for Paulo. Who so, he's seen go into her house. Right. Yes. So and suddenly goes to uh, investigate. Of course, she invites him into her home for some tea and sympathy, grabs his hand, and... Freaked me out. Down he goes. Oh, we did fail to mention that earlier Father Dan did find a woman who had shot herself. Right. And that's when he first goes to talk to Sophia to get her to help with the body. Right. And that's when he starts noticing things are a little off okay. with Sophia. Yeah. That's what that's what got his, you know, spidey senses tingling here. <laughs> but well, apparently Sophia is much stronger than she looks, too, because she managed to tie him up, get him into a car, into a body bag, and into the car. Apparently body bags are like very strong. You can't get out of them. Right. So so he's like in the back of the car fighting and well, next thing you know, he's like I said, in the back of the car, and they don't know where they're going. But then you see that house in the distance. Yes, Dottie's house. Oh, creepy house. Got it. With the weird vomit seeds. Yes. Yeah. Let's not talk about that again. That still grosses <laughs> me out. All right. But let's jump over to Roman, who's chilling at home. Like, the ghosts aren't bugging him because, you know, they stay away. They're like, shit, shit, we can't be here. Right. So Daphne shows up and brings him from her secret stash. Whatever. I don't know why you're trying to be all, like, fun and playful. Roman is seeing people he's known and grown up with just dying left and right. Right. I think at this point, he's just like, get me the hell out of here. Right. But she wants to know what he sees and what everybody is seeing. And, okay, that happens. And she sees her mom. Right. Who is trying to convince her to euthanize her. 
that she Which, is wanting to go on the greatest journey ever. And we had heard earlier that you know, you can't turn back time. You can't stop death. And Daphne is just like, you don't know. You don't know any of it. And so then when we hear this, that this is the greatest journey ever, it's like, what the hell is happening? Right. So This is a family what, thing that they've yeah. been trying to cross over for, who knows, maybe generations. And he stops because at one point it's like she's going to inject her mom in the vision. But as he stops the ghost from doing this, like she had, a, was it a pair of scissors, I think, in her yeah. hand or a knife? Yeah. Sewing scissors. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That's something else. <laughs> I was like, just, I'm like, she, you would have stabbed yourself, you dumbass. Right. Okay, I'll go back in the other room. Good luck. Yeah. Here, I'll hit the road. I'll go take your helicopter and get out of here. Right. It's like, think, lady, think. Look at what's in your hand. It's like, ugh, you need no. to be slapped. Yeah, she seems to be obsessed with death and what happens after you die. Obviously, she's not going to get it until she almost dies. Right. And then she still not get it. Yeah. But let's jump back over to Daddy's place. That sounds like a nice, fun place until you're inside. <laughs> yeah. Because Sophia is like, okay, Dan, this is your new home. Right next to the weird placenta blob that I'm going to slam you up against. Right. So it can feed on you without you wanting it to. Ooh, right. So what does this mean? I think this means it might like suck him in and you know what? I'm still mad at you. So yeah. I can't say you don't deserve it. <laughs> right. But then she leaves. She's like, all right, bye. Yeah. They'll take real good care of you. I feel like she's a really crappy bad guy right here. Yeah. Like, you, don't, <laughs> you don't leave him. No. I don't, because he manages to get away. He starts screaming that I want to live. Right. Okay. And this is where the sewing scissors come in. Yes. Because he manages to cut the tubes that she used to tie him up, and he gets away. Cuts off all of the tentacles, tentacles that of, like, were starting the to wrap him around. Yeah. And, yeah. and lucky, he has a lighter on him. For a man who doesn't smoke, okay, Yeah. I can't say much because I almost always have a lighter with me, but still. He's a priest. I feel it's like it's weird that he has a lighter with him. Right. I don't know. It's a nice lighter, too. But hey, he sets the house afire. Off you go. Really old wood and lace curtains. Right. Yeah, that's an inferno waiting to happen. And you go, wow, right? Dan actually did something smart. First time in eight episodes. <laughs> and while this is happening and he's trying to get out of the house, and he, of course, curses the house. Right. It's like, out damn spot. But that's, of course, not what he said. But <laughs> we have... Over at Lambda, Daphne brought Roman in to tell basically the story of that egg that right. we don't know anything about. That it's a meteor and like, oh, we have this, yada, yada. Tells them just all about the history of Port Moore and how something happened forever ago and a whole bunch of people died. And we want to fix that or at least see what's going on in that. We want to recreate it. It's like, Why? This sounds like a bad idea. Right. We're going to take a bad situation and make it a thousand times worse. Right. It's like you you just said everybody died before and you're totally cool with that happening again. Maybe no. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, of course, she's this crazy rich person. <laughs> and she's like, oh, just check this out. And hands him the piece of rock. And it just looks like a rock. And he looks down on it. And then 
What did it look like to you? Because to me, it looked like it just shrank down to like a piece. Right. So and it's like it he knows it goes the, to something. Yeah, it kind of distorted the space around him. So it almost like it gave off a different magnetic field. Okay. Was what I was getting from it. See, when it like shrank down, I thought he realized it goes to something. And whatever they're trying to do, it's not going to matter till they get the whole piece. Right. Or the whole thing. Right. I think you're right about that. He did realize that, yeah, this isn't the whole thing. And if they find the whole thing, it's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they won't. But apparently they're searching because we find out that Billy and Landis are going to try to destroy the accelerator. She's drunk. I don't think this is happening. No. <laughs> but he's telling her these people are searching these empty homes. Right. I'm a smuggler. I know what it looks like when you're searching for something. Yes. And I'm like, oh, God, what does this mean? And, of course, they're captured. But I don't see how it's being captured when they were just walking right in. It's not no. like they were hiding. <laughs> they weren't being very uh, spy-like. That's for damn yeah. sure. But, oh, we're going to revoke all of your clearances. It's like, all right, can I go get my clothes at least in my apartment? That's what I would be saying. Right. But, oh, hey. Some of the townspeople are there because they're pissed because they can't find Paolo. And he's kind of one of theirs because he's married to a townie. Right. So, and I love it. They're like, how do we how do we talk them down? And they're like, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, silly, rich person. You don't know. Right. You got Doug leading the charge. So, yeah, we've already seen Doug mess up and end up in jail. I don't think Doug cares anymore. No, he doesn't. He's like, I will take you all out. Yeah, I don't mind dying right now, but I'll make sure two or three of you go with me. Right. And then suddenly they see the fire, and it's like, that can set the whole town ablaze. Blades. Now, when he said that, all I was thinking, of course, is everything that's going on in California, which, of course, right. our hearts go out to everybody. Yes. But I'm like, all right, so could it catch that fast? But it doesn't look like it's all dry around him, and that house looked like way out. Right, but so there was probably... Didn't really look like woods, but it looked more like brush as okay. they drove out there. So, yeah, if it was a bunch of dry brush, then, yeah, that could just race right into the city. Okay. See, I wasn't thinking, I'm like, it didn't look like the grass was, like, super dry or anything. But, right. yeah, who knows? Well, they put the fire out. Yay. And the Lambda people happened to go in there when everybody was leaving. Yeah. And they pull out, well, one of the plants. Placenta pods. And you have Dan spying. How did nobody see him? It's not like he was hidden. Right. He's a big it's man. Like you you might as well be hiding behind a fence post to be like, oh, you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was just right there. And of course we hear, we found it. We found what we were looking for. It's like, oh, you guys are idiots, but whatever. Right. So off they go back to Lambda with that. And I don't know what the hell is going on because I feel like there's so many stories trying to converge right now. And you just added that extra with bringing Daphne in and her craziness. Right. Because she definitely wants to try to open a rift between dimensions so that she can, I'm assuming, go see her mom. Or something. Or something, yeah. I guess we'll find out. All right. Well, what do you guys think? Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. We'd love to know your theories. And we do hope you guys are enjoying the show, both the show and the podcast. 
and we really ask pretty please if you rate and review us on iTunes and all the other forums that you're finding us on. If I had words, it'd be great. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us and tell your friends. Make sure you're tweeting. You can tweet along with Steve every night that this is on. Absolutely. Because it's so fun. I am unfortunately always working, which sucks. But don't forget to check out the website, www. There's a lot of W's in case you were not sure. But not for. (laughs) Fangirlzone.com. You can find news articles. We have our shopping links up there with our awesome Redbubble store. Steve posts things on Facebook. That's FG Zone. And we have our Twitter. We have our Instagram. Go check out our Instagram, though. Yes. And I say this because I did a haunted tour. So it's the Fangirl Zone podcast on Instagram. And it's a picture from Hull House, which I feel like it really fits in with this. So yes, I want to go there now. What do you think? Do you see things? Because many people have looked at this and we've come up with four possible images in there. So go check it out. The Fangirls on Podcast on Instagram. Tell me what you think. Yes. And so craziness and I love it. And, you know, just because it's the holidays doesn't mean that they're not ghosts and scary things out there. So I want to see your stuff if you found some, if you've taken any pictures that you think too. Send us an email. All right. So for this episode of Ghost Door on Sci Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. You know what you do to me when you talk all sciencey like this? And until next time. <laughs>